It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's going on, Battle Red Insiders? This is Corey DLG, and with me is producer Nico. We are hanging out at the Battle Red podcast. We're right in the middle of everything. We are in the middle of week 16, staring down the barrel of what has been what is easy to describe as a disappointing season so far. Um, we have a road trip to Tennessee, starting off what is the wrap-up of this season. We finished the season with the Colts, and I believe we have Jacksonville next week. So we've got one more with each, th- each member of the division. And... With seven, eight, and nine losses respectively, the entire division is still eligible to make to win this division and therefore make the playoffs, except for us. With uh, with a one and twelve with a one twelve and one record, we are one of only like four teams in the entire NFL who at week sixteen are ineligible to make the playoffs. The entire NFL is still up for grabs, apparently. Uh, If you look on any sort of standings chart this week, you only see four teams with a little bitty E next to their name that says, Eliminated from Contention. Everyone else is still playing for something. That uh, that has to burn a little bit. Um, Last week wrapped up with a matchup between the Packers and the Rams as Aaron Rodgers led them to victory, and at the press conference, people were asking, Do you still think you can make the playoffs? Look, the reality is there's not a little E next to your name. You could still get there. So you can't sit around and say, oh, you, you don't have a shot when you're mathematically still in it. Uh, they're the only team, one of the only teams eliminated, oddly enough, is in their division. Chicago, with three wins, is done for the year. Um, but, you know, they still have Minnesota. They still have, I always forget who the other guy in their division is. But the Packers, they they um, they got three weeks, so they got to win out, and that's what every team is hoping to do right now. And we're on our road to Tennessee, where when we last played them, Derrick Henry ran for uh, a small NFL career on us. He had himself a backups career uh, in one game against us. Three hundred yards of rushing, roughly, uh, multiple touchdowns. In his career, he has, I think they showed four multi-hundred, multi-touchdown games rushing. Three of them were against us. He has probably had this game circled for a while on his calendar, and he's probably pretty excited. This gets to cap off his season. This This will be the game where he makes his strongest statement at the end of the year for MVP candidacy. Uh, I don't like his chances, but... Of winning MVP, I do like his chances of embarrassing us. Mm, it, I, <laughs> we've now officially put uh, Damian Pierce and uh, and Stingley Jr. on the IR, so they're not coming back this year. Uh, and that's going to start happening. We're going to start seeing these younger guys who we're hoping to get contributions from later. More and more and more, they're going to start stepping back. So you have to kind of start wondering how hard are they going to play 
for the rest of the year. And so that's kind of the worry and the hope as we're lining up for what's going to be a tough game to get ready for mentally. Like, you can't be too excited about getting ready for this game. Not at all. <laughs> like, there, there can't be too, too much to it where you're, you're looking forward and going, Tennessee, we got them right where we want them. <laughs> uh, and so, I, I just, I'm a little concerned about what this is going to look like uh, down the road. Because this isn't, these three weeks are crucial. So, Indianapolis with with nine losses. If we were to beat Tennessee this week, they're still alive. They're still playing for something. So as like this is going to keep coming up and keep creeping in and keep happening, where we we start asking ourselves like, well, who is actually out of it? And it's going to get harder and harder and harder to. It's going to get easier and easier to say actually, because this week will this week will probably be the week that knocks a lot of people out. Like if the Colts lose, they're not still alive after this. With 10 losses, they'll finally be out of it. Um, but yeah, the AFC South is kind of this wide open race that somehow we missed the boat on. Uh, coming into to getting ready to record, you pointed out, Nico, that if there were just a couple games that had gone a little bit differently, we would still be in the running. Because if, if the Colts at 4-9-1 and one are technically still alive... It wouldn't take too much for our destinies to change a little bit. The Colts game would make us two and twelve, um, and then if you find two or three other wins that we should have, like the Broncos game, we should have won. The the Bears game, you know, nobody did anything impressive in that game. Like there was no reason for us to lose that game. That's four wins. We're, we're we'd be tied with the Colts right now, and if they're alive, that would mean we're alive. Um, so I, I do agree that there's kind of a missed opportunity with this year even as bad as we were we could have maybe been in that playoff conversation I don't know how I don't know how far we want this would be the week you would want your your, your playoff hopes to die because then you only have four wins you're still in the running for a high draft pick all of that stuff it wouldn't do us any good to win the division this year it, it would set us back as far as what we have going on organizationally built up for down the road but um yeah, it is a frustrating it's hard this week not to have a negative outlook on the Texans. Coming into a game where the Titans are 7 and 7 and leading the division. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Um <laughs> 500 in first place. Yeah, to be 500 to be in first place week 16 that hurts. This is what we make base, make fun of baseball for. Yeah, where they play 162 games, and the guys who are four games over 500 are like uh, leading a division, and you're like, we did it. You, you you basically are four games better than average. Yeah, it is kind of uh, a hard thing. There's there's 17 games now. We got three weeks of football left. Everyone's played their bye week, and when you look up, there's some just really complicated situations. And the AFC South situation, what's making it complicated is just that everyone's so bad. Um, <laughs> it's not a good look. It's not a good look. There was there was some questionable officiating in some in some key games this week. Uh, that's starting to creep in. I'm starting to see a lot of interesting calls in weird boats. The Patriots did something that I thought was. So crazy. I 
I'm surprised you didn't hear someone getting cut from the Patriots after that game. For those who didn't see it, they were tied as time was expiring, and for some reason, the players... I really have to think the players took it upon themselves because I, I can't imagine a situation where Bill Belichick was like, yes, do this. That's a good idea. Um, the players started lateraling the ball backwards uh, for no reason. They, they, they should have taken the tie into overtime and just seen what, what, what was what. Instead, they started moving the ball around, tossing it from person to person, and the Raiders wound up getting it with a clear, easy jog into the end zone, ending with a game-winning walk-off, fumble, interception, return, pick six for the Raiders. In a game that the Patriots had worked so hard not to lose, because the Raiders actually were up 17-0. And the Patriots took the lead. The Raiders came back and tied it. And then it's 24-all. And out of the blue, the Patriots just stopped thinking for the last four seconds of the game. It was a, it was an interesting decision. It was a very interesting decision. And I was surprised not to hear Bill Belichick firing somebody like <laughs> through the last couple days in the media. The Patriots lost this game like how they lose to Miami. <laughs> yeah, we're like, usually Miami has to run some sort of weird miracle to win it, and then the Patriots are going, how did that happen? Instead, no, no, they tried to play their own miracle to get out of a tie for overtime. Like, it was just a weird, it was a weird choice. And uh, not something you see very much from Patriot coach teams, but even them, they're still in it. They're still alive. Now, I did see some weird statistic. Uh, CBS has been doing a good job of tracking, like, their life. Or NBA, uh, I think it's CBS has been doing a good job of tracking, like, odds of making the playoffs. At the start of the day, the Patriots were a 42% chance to make the playoffs. After they lost to the Raiders, they dropped down to a 24% chance. So they're now a little bit better than 1 in 5 to make it. It's a very costly series of laterals there. Uh,. It's, it's an interesting week around the league. This is going to, like I said, after this weekend, a lot of fan bases are going to be out and done, eliminated from the playoffs. And I think it'll start to crystallize this week and next week. They are purposely scheduling a lot of division, uh, a lot of uh, conference games this week, these last three weeks. A lot of conference games these last three weeks. The Texans are playing three conference games. Tennessee, Jacksonville, and Indianapolis. Uh, a lot of teams are doing that. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a smart idea because if the conference is still in play, that means you literally have to watch week 18 to see who goes to the playoffs. Um, but for some of these teams, they've been in playoff mode for a little while. If you're a Green Bay Packers fan, you, you, you've you been holding your breath now for three weeks. So, um, I am. We're going to get to picks a little bit later this week. Uh, for those who aren't aware, there's a massive winter storm rolling through. So we've been kind of juggling schedules and keeping in touch with Colton and trying to get everything planned out. We gave Colton the night off because we were together, Nico and I, because we were in the same place getting stuff ready for this winter wave coming through. Um, Also, Christmas is this weekend, so that's a big deal. It's exciting for everybody. Um, We won't do picks today, but we can kind of take a guess. So we'll play this game. Nico... Give a moment's thought to it, and then who do you think is going to win the AFC South? Tennessee seven and seven, Jacksonville six and eight. They've started playing better football in Jacksonville. Two come from behind victories now, including one against the America's favorite Dallas Cowboys. 
Uh, I think I'm just giving the pick straight to Tennessee. I feel like if anyone's going to carry it to victory, it's going to be them. They have the, probably the best chance, and I mean they have the best record out of them. I mean it's a bit of a cop out, but I mean they got there for a reason. We're, we're talking about sub 500 teams here, <laughs> so you're going chalk on us. Yeah, going chalk. Seven and seven versus six and eight. You're going to take the seven and seven. I can't necessarily argue that. Um, let's see schedule wise. Who, who's maybe Jacksonville's playing the Jets on Thursday, and then we get tennis, and then Tennessee gets us. So that's that's they should in theory both win those games. Dallas then p- plays the or Tennessee then hosts the Dallas Cowboys next week. And Jacksonville comes to Houston next week. So that might be where they make up a, a loss. And then... Before we get our second win. Oh, yeah. So this make Listen, this is the NFL being brilliant. I don't know how they knew to do this, but week 18, the two games are Houston at Indianapolis to decide who's in last place. It's us. And then it's Tennessee at Jacksonville week 18. So if Tennessee goes 1-1 one and one and Jacksonville goes 2-0, and oh, which I kind of think is what's going to happen because of the Cowboys on that schedule there, that means the Week 18 matchup is for who goes to the playoffs. Okay, everybody, let me tell you all about the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More Adventure Stadium. That's right. And we already know about the great and wonderful comics and, tra- and trading card store they have on the first floor. They also now have on the second floor a sports memorabilia store and sports trading cards. It's awesome. Get up there to the stadium right there at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard, Suite 130, the second floor above the, the original Adventure Begins, in the Marcel Town Center. Make sure to check them out. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. The Adventure Stadium. It's time to trade in your face mask for masks, load up the hoppers, and go to war with your friends. Too hot? Too rainy? Too cold? Splat Zone Indoor Paintball has you covered. Literally. It's Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. Round with the family and get to 11260 Hempstead to check out Splat Zone Indoor Paintball today. Family friendly, low impact activities for everybody. Go check them out. 11260 Hempstead, Splat Zone Indoor Paintball. It's never a good idea to drink and drive, but what if you had a few beers at the game and you know you're not drunk, but you get pulled over and arrested anyway? You need a law firm that knows how to try DWIs. Someone who won't just plead you out quickly. You need a lawyer who has spent hundreds of hours in a hands-on lab course learning the sciences used in DWI cases. A lawyer ACS qualified to be designated a lawyer scientist because these cases aren't like other kinds of cases. Your positive outcomes may very well depend on who better understands and presents the science at trial. Attorney Brian Asen is a designated lawyer scientist and the lawyers at Asen Law Firm have successfully tried and won many of these cases. Call Asen Law Firm at 832-209-2297. That's Asen Law Firm at 832-209-2297. Or visit DWILawyerHouston.com. That's that uh, predictive scheduling the NFL did there. That's where that's where they do get some points and some credit for me for scheduling these crucial divisional uh, conference games like this right here at the end. So the AFC South is a little division by making sure that they played 
one of their divisional opponents right here at the end. It, it, it helps kind of with the intrigue. And then they just happen to get it right. Jacksonville and Tennessee are one game apart with three games to go. And there is a likely loss in Tennessee's schedule, which means that Week 18 matchup suddenly becomes for the playoffs. Um, so it's not all dead. I mean, listen, if you've been watching the Texans play football, you've been doing it because you love football and you love the Texans at this point. So there's still some exciting football ahead. Uh, we still get the chance to play the role of spoilers. If we beat Tennessee this weekend, that puts a major dent in their ability to go to the playoffs. Of course, then we could pay them back by beating Jacksonville the following week. So it kind of goes all, it all kind of goes that way. And it would be nice to beat Indianapolis and send Matt Ryan on his way. Uh, just send him a little note from Corey himself and say, uh, thanks for playing. Have a nice retirement. Um, but yeah, all that being said, you know, I've been hammering him all year. I don't really even hate Matt Ryan. I just, I think it's done for him football wise. And I don't understand why they, why team, I don't understand why Indy like brought him back and gave him the extension. Like it felt very confusing to me because I don't actually think, I don't actually think he's a bad quarterback. I just think, I don't think he, let me rephrase that. I don't think he's a bad person. I, I think he's past the point of a good quarterback. Um, all that being said, we're going to make it, we're going to keep it short and sweet. So we're going to jump out here. Uh, keep an eye on the matchups this week. We're going to be back on Friday, provided there's electricity and internet for the world to get a hold of. And we're going to be posting our picks for this weekend's matchup. Thank you everybody for listening to this quick hit edition of the Battle Red Insider. <laughs>